0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Sunday morning, May 17th, 2020. This morning, we are here to talk about conditional and unconditional love. And we're also going to touch on love at first sight. I want to start off with... A psychological thing called classical conditioning. If you if you ever studied psychology or if you're in psychology now, you know about a conditioned and an unconditioned response in psychology. Um, conditional love comes from the ego and is generally focused on someone or something earned on an unconscious or conscious conditions being met by the lover now that's a that's conditional love and this comes from this comes from uh, excuse me the power of then you have unconditional love unconditional love is given freely now we go I just want to throw that out there for what you guys gonna understand about conditional and unconditional love. Now classical conditioning is what I basically explain it to you. Classical conditioning is seen as an unconscious process by which unrelated stimuli become paired. That's from psychology today. Now, what does that mean? That means that if you put meat in front of a dog and the dog starts to salivate, the meat making the dog salivate is an unconditioned response. You don't have to teach that to the dog. The dog is going to automatically salivate because it, because of the meat. If you're hungry, you're going to automatically salivate. You see food. Now, if I was to ring a bell, and every time you heard a bell ring, and I associated food with the bell ring, that's a conditioned response. So that bell ringing lets you know it's time to eat. So I'm conditioning you to listen to a bell in order for you to be able to eat. Me showing you the food and you salivating is an unconditional response. Now, when we look at that in love, or with unconditional conditional love, conditional love has its boundaries. Conditional love is when you tell somebody... If you massage my feet, I'll fall deep in love with you. If you massage my shoulders, I'll fall deep in love with you. If he tells me he loves me, that makes me feel loved and fall deep in love with him. But he has to tell me he loves me every day. He has to give me candy. He has to give me flowers. He has to give me things and different things to make me feel good and feel great about being in a relationship with him. These are conditions based on these conditions. My love grows for you. And that's what conditional love is. So when, when somebody says they love you unconditionally, unconditionally is given without without uh, any boundaries on it. You're just freely given love. You know, and can, when you look into a relationship with somebody being in a relationship with somebody else and they say, man, I love her unconditionally. I love him unconditionally. They're not putting any boundaries on the love. The person doesn't have to do anything in order to get the love that they des- that they deserve from their partner. The only thing they have to do is exist. That's it. They just have to exist in their life. And this love is given unconditionally. Now, I believe that so many people struggle with giving love unconditionally because they've been hurt in, in relationships. They've been done wrong. They've been lied to. They've been cheated on. They've been manipulated. So they won't just give love so freely. They wanna they wanna place these limitations on love. They wanna place all of these different stages on love and all these different complicated things on love in order in order for a person to fall deeper in love or be deeper in love with them. That's the reason why they create all of these stimulations. That's the excuse me, stipulations. And that's the reason why they have all these reasons why they would not fall or fall deeper in love with somebody based on what the person does for them. This also causes added stress, anger, and frustration because, excuse me, we want to all be loved unconditionally. We want to be loved for who we are and we want to be loved for just being us and just being present and just doing the things that we have to do without so many limitations on them. Like I explained, the limitations are created by the fact that the person has been through so much adversity and through through so much stress and through so much pain that they want to put these limitations on you. They want to put these conditions on you because they feel as though you have to add up to what was done to them before. You have to be better than what was done to them before. So here comes all of these conditions. With all these conditions, a lot of times people get lost in actually finding true love because a lot of the conditions are really bizarre and they're really strange, and a lot of people would never add up to any of those conditions created by that person, and that's the problem with conditional love. Now, people would say, "Okay, but wouldn't you want conditional love to lead up to unconditional love?" But the thing is. Unconditional love is given freely, so conditional love can never be unconditional love. If you think about what I just said about the psychological classical conditioning, they both have separate meanings. If you feel like you got to go to the bathroom, that's an unconditioned response to eating food. Now, if I said every time I touch the wall that leads you to the bathroom, that's a conditioned response. Without, with that conditioned response, that's what's making you go to the bathroom. So each time the person kisses you on the forehead, that makes you feel love. That's a conditioned response. Getting a kiss on the forehead is a conditioned response now. That's conditional love. As long as you get a kiss on the forehead, you feel love, that's conditional. Unconditional means that the person does not have to kiss you on the forehead. You can just look at them and you feel love that goes into that goes into oxytocin oxytocin which is the love hormone that's what we get to love at first sight you now this has this is separate from conditional and unconditional love we want to stick there and I want to make sure you guys have a great understanding of what conditional and unconditional love is because it, it it's basically plain and simple conditional love we set boundaries I got 10 different things you need to do on a daily basis in order for me to feel loved by you. Without these 10 things, if, if one or two of them is missing, I'm going to no longer feel like you love me. And now, and when you hear that, that sounds so bizarre and so crazy and so strange. But this is how a lot of people love nowadays. They love based on conditions. So, But they'll tell a person, I love you unconditionally without understanding what they're saying because if you have any conditions on how you love somebody you don't love them unconditionally remember unconditional love is given freely It's given without any stimulus or without any variables you're just giving the love or you're just giving people the love you have you have people who say they're free loving people you know they love they just love freely you, you, you see what I'm saying? you'll have people like that, hey, I love everybody, I love this guy, I love these people. I love everybody. It's just that it's just the type of person I am. Now, when you get into a romantic relationship, a lot of people start to get on get nervous and they get scared, so they no longer have those stipulations. they no longer give freely because of they've been hurt and because of the pain. Now they create these conditions around the love. Because it's romance, there's a romance involved now. They love everybody <laughs> as a person, but now that there's romance involved, they create these stipulations. That's where the stress, and that's where the anger, and that's where the pain comes in at. And that's where the frustration comes in at because of all of these stipulations that have been created around the love that was supposed to be given so freely, and that was given so freely at first. When we all start off in relationships, we we have, we have a first love, the person you love for the first time. That love is so strong, it's so powerful, it's so memorable. A lot of people remember the the first first person they fell in love with. They remember, you know, the first touch, the first kiss, you know, the the, the first time of intimacy. They remember all of this stuff. It's, it was so grand, it was so great. That love at first it was given so freely. You know, it was so innocent that you know we we call it puppy love. You, you want to call it puppy love? You look at it like that. Puppy love is a well. That's a different conversation. We're not gonna go there. But pu- puppy love, you know, that's so freely. You know, it's so innocent. There's no the person doesn't have to do anything but just be Jack, just be Jane. You know, that's all they have to do, and that's unconditional love, right there, guys. That's what unconditional love is. <laughs> just being who you are, just existing as a person, just being a person on this planet. And even if it's romance or not non-romantic, that's just what it is. It's unconditional. Unconditional love is amazing. And your unconditional love is the epicenter of the relationship. <laughs> it's what everybody wants to reach. It's where everybody wants to be. <laughs> you know, it's how you survive. It's how you go on further it's how you, it's how you dream bigger, it's how you build better, unconditional love, it's strong, you know, nothing can break it, it's unbreakable, unconditional love, is like this, it's like the, uh, intimate, how you say that, the, uh, the skin that Wolverine has, you understand what I'm saying, intimacy, it's un, it's un, oh, I'm trying to find the right words, y'all, it's unpenetrable. I want to say that basically you can't puncture it. You can't stab it. No words. No verbal. No verbal cues put together. No, nothing put together. Nobody can come in and speak to your lover and take them or guide them where they're not supposed to be, and take and take anything from you and damage your relationship if both of you love unconditionally. What? That also goes into why a lot of people cheat because the stipulations that they put on love well, he didn't do this he didn't do that that's the reason why I cheated on him he he was doing this and I didn't feel loved by him I didn't feel like I got any attention low self-esteem, you know dishonesty all of these different things that come that happen in relationships they happen because of conditions and when you like I said, when you create the conditions that's where a lot of your problems happen at. So, um, with that saying, conditional love—it has its stipulations, it has conditions, and there's problems all around these conditions. And if these conditions are not met, like I say, I consistently keep saying, and these things do not go the way that they're supposed to go, you're gonna have a big problem because you're supposed to be you're supposed to be doing these things in order for me to feel like you love me, in order for you me to feel like. The love is strong. You have to do these things, and if you don't, I'm not gonna feel the love the way I'm supposed to, and this may cause somebody to feel as though they need to go find love from somebody else. Never mind the fact they'll never understand that the love won't be strong until the love has an unconditioned and not a conditioned response. You now, because somebody might say, "No," I challenge that thought. Because I can love somebody forever Just as long as they follow these conditions You're right You can love somebody forever Just as long as they follow those conditions And that's also how people survive People survive on those conditions On those boundaries being met I'm not saying that that's wrong or right But the unconditioned love is just stronger It's stronger than that conditioned love Conditioned love Let me give y'all another quick analogy before I move on to love at first sight. Conditioned love is like a brand new building made out of glass. Each argument breaks one of those windows. Eventually that building doesn't look the way it did at first. It doesn't shine or or, you know, it doesn't have that same glimmer as it did when it first was built when the sun hits it. So it doesn't look right. Now it's damaged, now it's destroyed. Now the light reflects somewhere else. And each problem causes that building to look the way it didn't at first. Eventually the building is destroyed. And this is based off of all of those conditions, those rocks. Those rocks are the problems. And because those problems consistently cause more problems, this destroys the building that you thought you built to begin with. And if you're not strong enough, to consistently block off or create better glass for your building to print it, to make your building impenetrable then you find that you have conditions that consistently destroy your building think about rain and snow that wears away at the concrete so what you have to do is you have to come in and have people make more concrete you have to fix the roads when the roads start to, you know, deteriorate because of conditions, if there was no conditions, the roads would never be destroyed. I want y'all to think about that as y'all think about unconditional and conditional love. When the people come in and they make a new road and they, they pave it and they put that tar down and they use the, you know, the the machine to flatten the tar out, and the road is beautiful again. These people are working with conditions. And as they as they strengthen a the road because of those conditions that they work with, that love looks stronger year after year. So I'm not saying that conditional love is wrong. I'm not saying that unconditional love is right, and I'm not saying that unconditional love is wrong, and I'm not saying that conditional love is right. I'm just giving you guys an example of both. Um, yeah, guys, we got some we got some company tonight. Had uh, you here <laughs> this morning? Excuse me. Now Let's get into love at first sight. Love at first sight. Um, (laughs) A lot of people believe in love at first sight and a lot of people don't. You see, true love may not exist yet when you first meet someone, but you may create the memory of falling in love later on in your relationship. Now, that's from the insider.com. And I really like what that said. Basically, as you grow, go on in your relationship, you'll create in your mind as you consistently go further, the thought of being in love. And you would think that this is the same love you experienced early on. Now, as I when we talked early on, I told you about the hormone oxytocin. I hope I'm saying that right. Somebody correct me when I, when I uh, send a link out to this podcast if you can. I think I'm saying that right. I think it's oxytocin, which is the love hormone. Now, when you first see somebody, this hormone is released. If you have a, it's a strong feeling of, of love that you think you're feeling when you first see someone. Now, That's the scientific aspect of it. Let's go with a real aspect, which is what I like to give. Okay. We're not going to ignore the scientific facts about it. I want you guys to do your research about the scientific facts and do your research on the chemical that releases from the brain when you first see someone. Because that'll be somebody's argument to why they feel love at first sight and why they feel as though that's what they're feeling now. To me, the only time love at first sight makes sense is when a mother or a father sees their child for the first time, when she, when that child comes into this world. And if you do experience the birth, if you want to see it, you want to look. If you know, for both parents, if she's able to look, you know, through a camera or you know somehow that they can let the mother see it as well. That's love at first sight. The joy of seeing your child being born and coming to this planet. That's love at first sight. You're overtaken by joy. You're overtaken by love. And you're just overtaken by so many different emotions. That is true love at first sight. True love at first sight is the mother or the father seeing a kid for the first time. That's true love at first sight. Now, when you go into people who see the kid, they don't love them and different things of that nature and why they leave their children. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. We'll save that for another day. But seeing somebody on the streets, when you see them, and you look at them, it's impossible to love them, especially based on the fact of what I said. Now, when you go into unconditional love, when you look at that person for the first time, is that unconditional love at first sight? Because remember, I said unconditional love is given freely. When you look at somebody for the first time, Could that be unconditional love that you're giving them because it's free? You're just giving them the love without them having any conditions, without any conditions being attached to it. So when you look at believing in love at first sight, when you look at what I just said, if you think about it as an unconditional response to a person, there is a such thing as love at first sight. When you think about a conditional response to love at first sight, there is no love at first sight because this person has not done anything to deserve you to tell them that you love them. They haven't done anything uh, to for you to say, hey, uh, I love you because your hair is brown. I love you because the way you flick your hair. I love you because you do this. I love you because I don't have to ask you this to do that. They start to add all these conditions on to why why they love you. And that's the reason why there's no love at first sight. Never mind the fact that when you first see somebody for the first time, you're actually lusting for them. Now, like I just mentioned about that, that uh, chemical hormone that's released during first seeing someone, that's the reason why you feel so overbearing with love because of that chemical that's released. And that makes you think that you're actually falling in love when you're not. It's a hormonal response. We all know hormones are attached to lust, but that one hormone, oxytocin, is connected to love. It's the love hormone in the brain. Please look that up. You know, if you have the time to look at to read something about the brain or to check out anything about the brain, just to learn the different hormones, you know, do that for yourself because it will help you. It will help you understand how you respond to different stimuli and how you respond to different things when it comes when it comes to loving someone and being in love with someone that will help you understand why you do that. So uh, when I look at understanding and being love at first sight, I don't actually agree with the thought of love at first sight. But when you think about what I just said, love at first sight being given freely When you first see somebody, you know, as a 15-year-old boy or girl, and you see another 15-year-old boy or girl, oh man, I love her so much. You're so overtaken by emotion that's not love, but it's lust, because whatever you're seeing is what you think you're in love with. This person has not given you any conditions, but when you look at unconditional love at first sight, should should we call it that? (laughs) I think... I think we should call it that so anybody who comes across this podcast what we start calling it unconditional love at first sight or conditional love at first sight there is no conditional love at first sight because the person hasn't done anything to get the love so when you look at unconditional love at first sight should that be what it's called because it's given freely you're giving that love freely it, regardless of you, you you don't know if you're gonna be hurt in the next couple of days or what? you don't know what this person is going to do to you you just freely saying i love them from the first time that i met them now you got people who've been in love for years 30 40 years and they say hey i i love my wife since the first time i saw her i i, I understand that but also over the years there were also things that this person did for you to stay in love with them so there was conditional and unconditional response Along the way. That turned that love unconditional. So. Basically. There was no underlying conditions. That caused you to love them from the start. And there's no underlying issues. That caused you to continue to love them. As time dissipates. I hope this makes a lot of sense to you guys. I want to thank you guys for. Tuning into. Relationship Stuff. One on one's podcast here this morning on this uh, beautiful Sunday. It's supposed to be real beautiful outside. If Y'all get the chance to go outside. I mean, make sure you're still protecting yourselves. We are still a part of a pandemic. Um, once again, during this podcast, I want to shout out to the class of 2020 again. There's a lot of people, different people doing things to make sure that you guys feel special here around this graduation yeah. season. Um so I want to give another shout out And say congratulations Hopefully they get to a point where um, They can get you guys a graduation ceremony Sometime in September Or something of that nature I just signed the petition It's on my Twitter page It's on the Relationship Stuff 101 Twitter page Go check it out I just signed the petition For um, a, a school to have their graduation uh, Excuse me I'm not remembering that school right now I apologize guys but check it out on my tw- on the Twitter page, relationship stuff one on one on Twitter. I just signed a petition for the uh, school to have a graduation, and hopefully, like I said, they give that, that graduation is is something that you can't replace. It ain't gonna be enough stars in the world, enough movie stars, enough words from anybody that can replace the feeling of walking, getting up from that chair, walking up to that stage, and receiving your diploma or your degree. There's no feeling in the world that can replace that. No feeling in the world can replace that, guys. So once again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Relationship Stuff 101's podcast here this morning. You guys have a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good evening, and good night. So with that said, with our understanding, Kabir, with your understanding, we can create a greater understanding. This has been Relationship Stuff 101's podcast. I'm your host, Shaheer Henderson here on this May 17th, 2020. You guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.